everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, Jordan, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. And obviously, with current releases and things that that have come out, we decided we wanted to ring in the new season with, with something special. Um, we're, we're coming in hot. This title has everyone losing their goddamn minds. Um, I can tell you my, my TikTok account. I mean, the, the good enough gaming TikTok account that I totally just post stuff to, um, is overrun with Elden Ring highlights. My God. Uh, so far, we've actually, most of us have put in some solid effort into the game, some triumphs, some very unique and interesting items along the way, and so, so, so many deaths. Like, so many. Um, I'm pretty sure I died to a giant ruin bear, which is like a giant grizzly bear the other day. Um, and on that note, we're going to try not to ruin the experience for you as we go into what might already be this year's game of the year. Don't want to don't want to call it too early, but got to start early, right? Oh man. So, we have we have all jumped into Elden Ring. Some of us more than others. I think I'm about like 10 hours in right now. Um what Daryl how are you Kyle? 33, 34. Okay. Daryl I'm level 32, and I've played like nine hours. Okay. Jordan? I'm uh, about 45 hours in, level 70. Jesus Christ. And And, Trevor? uh, I think after last night, I'm at about 55 hours, and (laughs) level 120. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Needless to say, Trevor hates the game. Well, my controller's yeah. still alive, so that's saying something. Yeah, that's, that, that's a positive sign. I'm just happy that for once, one of these games we're all playing, I'm not the top hour played person in the group. <laughs> yeah, so that's fair. A, it's been a nice change of pace. It just it just gets me, man. Oh, dude, I don't think I've played like a game that is this enjoyable in... In fact, I, I, I think about it. Like yeah. during work, I'm like, okay, where do I need to go next out of Stormvale Castle? How am I going to die? Where can I explore? <laughs> How many times am I going to die going through this castle before I yeah. give up playing this evening? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's, that's where I know like a lot of people, like the biggest, the biggest comparison for this genre is always Breath of the Wild. Um, which I mean, same thing. I put a ton of hours into that game and really enjoyed it. But the biggest thing I find here is that all of the dungeons in this game are so different. Like, yes, even though yeah. I've got to get through a dungeon and fight a boss, a lot of the stuff in the dungeon is so varied. Whereas like in Breath of the Wild, there's like three dungeon types. It's either like fight a dude, solve a little mini puzzle or like do something else. And they were like very copy paste. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas in this one, like I'm getting later in the game, I'm finding dungeons with two bosses with like secret endings and all sorts of wacky shit, right? Like it's, it from software just gotten nuts with this game. They just let everyone loose and it's, it's 
really good. And there's there's so much shit to discover. That's that's been my biggest takeaway from this game is it's probably the only open world game that has this much of a player uh, progression and reward for searching every inch of the map. Like if you go off the beaten path, you're bound to find a church that's going to give you sacred tears or, or something like that for your flask. It's golden or, seed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, or or you're gonna stumble upon some catacombs, uh, like like Trevor was mentioning, and it's gonna end in a boss fight, and you know, either a new uh, a new summon or a new weapon or something. Like, it doesn't waste your time for not doing the story portion of it. And there's not many games that are this good at rewarding the player for not playing the game <laughs> in in that sense. Exactly. Like the, the exploration piece, like I was randomly riding around the other day and found and in an area that I'd already kind of been in, I found a ghost that led me to a sea cave that I didn't even know was there. Yep. And then got my ass wrecked by a ruin bear for like <laughs> an hour or so before I finally got it. Yeah. Yeah. You use and, that's, like and that's the thing post. too, like oh, with yeah. the way they, the way they've written the story. I mean, like, yeah, you can see the speed runs and stuff like that, but I mean, I think they've confirmed six different endings um, based off of some of it's related directly to doing certain story things, which are very, some of them are like kind of hidden. Right. Um, and just like the depth of the story building and like kind of the the world building that George R. R. Martin did with this game and that they kind of took and expanded. It's just, it just kind of blows your mind, right? Like they've, they've really expanded on what you can do with the technology versus just like, here's a big open space to run in. Yeah. And on that note too, the loading times are fucking phenomenal. Oh, on the what's PS5. There? Holy oh, yeah. cow, it's is, is it impressive because the world is not like bland and boring like some of the other open world games. Like there's a lot going on. When it's good, I mean, with how often you die, if I had to sit in loading screens for 30 seconds every time, I'd be a little upset. I can I can yeah. barely check my phone in between deaths right now. <laughs> Aside from messaging us going, well, I died again. Yeah. Damn no, it, I lost eight. how many Sorry. ruins? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I think there's only been one boss so far that I've told you guys, like, this woman can go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny, too. Like, this kind of brings back some of the, the old school stuff. Like, if you don't read and you don't pay attention, like, you can miss major parts. Like, when we talked about this, you guys all had a really easy time with the first boss because you did a bit of extra exploring and stuff like that. Whereas I found it really difficult because I had issues with my summons, not realizing I had to like find a text prompt in a conversation with somebody to then get the person that upgrades your spirit summons. Right. Like she was standing there the whole time. And I never realized that <laughs> I just had to go talk to somebody and click this fucking button to like prompt the start of this thing to happen. I was like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I was just I'm like, sorry, I what? Miss- I was like, how did I, I miss this? <laughs> I, I think I still missed it. Okay. I haven't gotten to that, that, so I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about either. Same thing. No. And there was, I was doing a quest line as well where you go through a specific area and I missed at each of the, the fires, we'll call them. Um, uh, there's in your like level up or like rest prompt screen 
I missed like a little thing at the bottom that essentially prompted you through the quest line to then oh, get no. like a certain boss at the end. So I had to go back and do it again. And I mean, I'd already beaten the whole place, so I had all the the checkpoints, but it was just like, what? I was like, how did I fucking miss this? <laughs> Games like this, like the way I, I, I have to admit, I've checked the wiki a few times already for stuff because I've just been like lost yeah. and like even just like curious about a couple of things. Just like, yeah, where do I, where do I go? Yeah. So I have a question for you guys because there's been a, a debate that I've seen a little bit, which... I, I kind of find interesting, um, you know, just talking about open world games as a genre. Do you guys prefer a game like Horizon Forbidden West or that the one example I've seen a lot of is Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla, where they just absolutely flood the player with uh, with quest markers and objectives and and points of interest on the map like do you prefer open world games like that or has it kind of been a breath of fresh air with Elden Ring in the sense that like the exploration and finding things are purely up to you like it feels very old school in that sense where there's zero hand holding of any kind there's uh, the only objective markers are the ones that you put yeah, and I think I think that's that's a from software staple. Like, there's no handholding. Um, there's there's no nothing really. It's just like here you go. Good luck. They give they give you a little bit more information in this one, which is nice. A little bit, yeah. Like there's yeah. text in the menus, stuff like that. Um, I know I found Horizon very overwhelming. Oh yeah, when you Too open much. the map and you kind of go, oh my god. Um, but I really enjoy this because same thing from software has such cool designs is that you look in the distance, you're like, there's some crazy castle building over there. I want to go over there. You can, right? Like that's, that's not yeah. out of bounds. It's not a, you know, a background prop. Like that is a place you can go and interact with. And yeah, that's what I find draws off. you. Yeah, and then that's you get your shit rock for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and then, you, and then you realize you're in like a level 80 zone and you're level yeah, 20 yeah. and you go, okay, maybe yeah. I shouldn't be here yet. <laughs> Somehow you get teleported with a treasure chest and suddenly oh, you're fuck. in fuck you land. Oh, oh God. God, that giant thing from that one castle. That was uh, that was an eye-opening experience. <laughs> that Although that fight sucked, that was probably to me one of the best moments of the game because like the first your first playthrough, they only show you the tiny little map that you start with. Yep. Right? Like the little yeah. area that you're in. And then when you get transported to a place like that, that's when it actually like, you know, zooms out and shows you kind of how big the map is getting. You go, oh, yeah. Holy fuck. Like this. Yeah, this is, map it's is huge. It's massive. Yeah. 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 The uh, I think I think what sets this game apart from other from software games, you know, the the Dark Souls series and Sekiro and, and Bloodborne is. I would I would have to say this has the best enemy design and boss design out of any of the games they've done so far. Like there's Man, just so the many enemies. Well, that's just it. Like there's many times that I come across a new region or I find a new boss where I'm like, oh my god, like that thing is grotesque and insane. And okay, he just stomped my face in. All right, this is where <laughs> we're at. Like it's just it, around every corner, there always seems to be some kind of new discovery 
which I, I mean, 45 hours in, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface with this game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, suddenly you just find a gigantic crab chasing you (laughs) or... (laughs) <laughs> Where you go into the wrong part of the lake and the dragon flies down and murders everyone, including you. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing, too, is even though occasionally they reuse, you know, characters, like I'm thinking old school games where you're like, oh, I'm in a later part. Here's the same guy in a different color. Yeah. 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 Of like classic, like 90s, early 2000s games. But in this one, if you get to a higher level area, even though they look the same, they often add in new moves so if you've learned to dodge certain attacks they then add in an extra one just to fuck with you oh god damn uh, yeah. be, just, because just fuck say, hey. you of course yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's kind of their theme They're like how can get we good kids people off yeah uh, okay so you've learned all the moves okay we're gonna add in a new one that counters this and just fucks you up like oh thanks yeah. thanks guys now one one thing i've found with the game so far is that i mean based on the i mean there the amount of like short video clips and stuff that I've watched is that magic is utilized a far amount more in the game or like it has a lot more uses and there's a lot more spells and that sort of thing. I haven't made a magic build yet. Cause I feel like, is it, is it weird that I feel like it would be like easy mode and I don't want to play a souls game that way. Well, that's been the conversation is if you want, you know, quote unquote easy mode, then just go with a straight sorcerer build or a, or a magic build. And I, I think, I, I don't know, I, I think stuff like that, I think it makes the early portion of the game easier. Um, I, I think your first 10 to 15 hours are probably easier. But at, once you get past that point, I, I think the game is just as difficult no matter no matter what build you choose. I mean, at least they give you the variety. There's, there's what, like eight, uh, character classes in this game. Like something like that. I think so. Yeah. It's starting classes. And even then, like they don't really mean anything. No, no you it's can just build like the, the gear you want. Yeah. 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 It's just starter gear. And that's, that's where too, like I, as much as there is that argument, I kind of enjoy that they added magic so that one, you can play the way you want, but even in comparison to other Souls games, I find fa- finding like the spells in other Souls games was like next to impossible. Yeah. Like, you were limited to like three good spells. And that was it. Whereas in this one, I mean, you've got. You've got a just, vendor that sells spells and you well, can and bring you find, them more books to sell yeah, your spells. And you find stuff and people give you stuff and there's like faith versus more arcane spells. Um, but they give you way more variety. Whereas I found, yeah, in the, yeah. In the older, Soul, older Souls games, like playing through the majority of the game, you only, unless you specifically went to find them, you only ever got like three spells. I I think one of the biggest game changers just for playability and allowing you to really tweak how you play is the addition of uh, the spirit summons. Like, like Kyle and I, and, and I guess Daryl as well. Like we are all more physical melee focused characters and I still feel like I've got a really great amount of um, kind of variety with how I approach a battle because I can summon from, like, I think I've unlocked 25 different summons at this point. 
you know, and so I can really mix and match depending on the encounter that I'm preparing for. Um, and that's just not, that's something you never got from the old like Dark Souls games. So I really appreciate that addition. Wolfpack like, yeah. for life, by the way. Well, yeah, it's like being <laughs> able to, it's like being able to bring in a, like a summoned helper when you're playing solo. Like you don't have to worry about yeah. an NPC and whatever. Like they, it just gives you more options. Yeah. I am. So I am really curious. I've been wanting to ask this. So Daryl, this is your first Dark Souls-esque game. Yes. I, I want to know your initial thoughts now that you're, you know, a couple hours in and. Uh, well, yeah, for me, it's like you guys were hitting, like kind of already hit on it. I think I'm a little bit more on the other side. I, I also find Horizon overwhelming with the amount of subquests and everything that kind of pop up. But the completionist side of me is like, <laughs> I, I need to know what all is there. <laughs> uh, in some way. So like, I wish there was all, like, even if they don't show it on the map, like if there was some sort of like question mark unlocked, like checklist or something that was like, you've like done quest this tracker. Thing. There are 50 things to go, but this is all you found. And like, it doesn't have a name to anything. doesn't show you where it is. It's just, I just know that it exists for me. That'd right. be like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm got to, I got to go find these other things and I'll go until I find them. Um, the, like that is the interesting part of this game is you'll get whatever you put into it in terms of exploration and, and everything else. So for me, I, I, I struggle with that because I'm like, well, I, am I done with this area? I don't know. Yeah. Like, have I but covered you can everything? Always come back am, I later. Ready, am I ready to move on? I don't know. So that's, that's the, that's basically the only part I struggle with now. Uh, the, the combat took me a little bit. Um, and I still accidentally crouch instead of run all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, and that's going Which from like playing, yeah. playing horizon to playing Elden Ring. You have to like relearn the uh, controls all over again yeah. because each time it's. I, I do appreciate that they did used. adjust them though. What's that? Yeah. Like they did adjust them. Cause I remember it used to be like circle to run, but then you had to like double tap circle to do kind of like a jump roll which wasn't Raise. super useful but like now yeah adding the the basic jump mechanic is oh my god it's oh, a so game good. changer for this whole yeah. series yeah jumping so and dodging and all that stuff is great uh, like i've been dual wielding and i love that instead of like blocking with l1 like i do a like a attack with both weapons and and stuff like that i think that just the mechanics of this game is like super impressive and and like uh, the very beginning, you fight patches there. You guys like all. I think everyone else let him live. And I didn't like talk to him. I I have, yeah. I have not encountered Kyle him. Know who patches is. Okay, well he's <laughs> like one is, of the first the guys. Cool he's and, a he's a mainstay in the Dark Souls series. He's in every game. Oh, okay. Well, I like I fought him, and and Trevor's like, so did you let him live and talk to him and get his and like get his blessing to use this shop or whatever? And I was like, what the fuck? I killed that guy. I took his earrings, <laughs> and now I don't know what to do. Like, what do you mean? I missed that. <laughs> but the, but you can take it to that that uh, that statue thing at the round table, and then you basically get all the stuff that he would have sold you from that thing instead. And I just think like, what a cool component to the game. If you accidentally kill a shopkeeper, you can take their item that lets like you sell all that yeah. stuff and buy it from somebody like from another area. Like that is rad. Like that's so yes. cool. Accidentally kill them. They do have like the, there there is a church later on where you can like get absolution so you can essentially bring people back. 
Um, if you do kill someone, maybe that is like important for a quest or something like that. But it is interesting. I'm curious now because if you leave him dead, I'm curious because there are parts later in the game where you interact with patches. Oh. Depending on depending on where you go and what happens. Oh, like, well, Daryl, you fucked to, up. Not to do no, spoilers. I, no, I'm excited still, to. That means I'm just going to have a different ending. Maybe I don't know. Exactly. Like you still achieve yeah. different goals. Like Jordan and I were talking um, a, a place later in the game, Volcano Manor. Jordan got there by talking to someone else and doing stuff. I completely missed this person, <laughs> did a bunch of other things for the people in the volcano manor, and I skipped the entire dungeon. So oh. I, I went and did a bunch of like little shitty tasks for them. And then they said, oh, okay, do you want to go meet the, the boss? And so I, I skipped the entire dungeon and went straight to the boss fight. Oh, sick. And I was just like, how the fuck did this happen? Like it was so, cause I was so confused why I couldn't get into the dungeon and what was happening. And I just skipped the whole thing somehow. And it was it was part of the story. Like, that's how it was written into the game. Uh, like, this is so crazy. I think that's what oh makes God. this game so good is, is even though even though everybody's playing the same game, the experience and the story and, and everything is so vastly different for each player. And that's like where the conversation really kicks up, I think. Yeah. It reminds me of those like choose your own adventure books. Like you just <laughs> you have to make a choice, eating. and it's like, yeah. well, you're gonna end up at this at this new location now, and it's like, yeah, well, that's because I made this choice, and here I am. This is where this is this is my life now. Well, if but, it is okay, the consequences like, of my actions, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but how how very stereotypical, like from soft, is it that so you know obviously present you with a boss that you fucking are supposed to lose to. Yeah, And then once you get out of, you know, get into that first area, here's this giant fucking knight on a horse oh, that God. you're supposed <laughs> to dodge. You're not supposed to fight him right away. No. And we're all, we're all like, oh, yeah, let's just try this, see how it goes. That is, that's maybe my favorite, like, that's my favorite starting moment to a game because Trevor had started this before all of us and... I can't play without talking to you guys about it because I have I feel lost a lot of the time playing it otherwise. But um, I had to go to that first like ruin where uh, that Santa Claus looking uh, guy oh, is the church, is, yeah. yeah, church, yeah. yeah. And so Trevor's explaining to me where that where this building is and how I need to talk to that guy and then get like the next story prompt thing to happen. I was like, okay, okay. So I go in there, I. Thought I avoided the gaze of that night, and I was like, okay, I'm going into this area where a save point is. It must be safe now if I, if I, as I ran in there, the fucking guy just charges through, breaks down the wall, starts slashing and killing the NPCs in there, and then I'm like, I barely got out alive with a sliver of health, and I was like, what the hell just happened? This is supposed to be a save area. This is supposed to be safe. I'm in timeout. I'm in timeout. Yeah. I just picture the Kool-Aid man busting through the wall. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I just love that they included that as like within the physics to be like, this is a breakable object. He's yeah. going to hunt you down. Yeah. It was he terrifying. Fuck. There's been times playing. I was like, here I am just going through my menu trying to figure out how to level up. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There, There's been times playing where you actually like hold your breath a little bit because you're like, it's either so intense or you're just trying not to die. 
I've jumped oh multiple times from like running away from an enemy, thinking I'm safe or thinking I've rounded the corner, you know, and, and I can take a little bit of a breath. And then all of a sudden I get like a gigantic hammer that's the shape of a building fucking smashing <laughs> into me. And I and I fucking jump because I well, I'm not expecting it. Like there's not very many games that can do that. And it's just fuck, man. I also don't think I've ever oh, sweat so much it. playing a game. True. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like sweaty. Like yeah. the controller sweat. Every, like the like my hands yeah. are clammy on like the boss fights, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like what <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, fuck. Speaking of, like, jumps, I knew it was going to happen. I read the message on the floor, and I still got backstabbed by that one fucker in Stormvale Castle. <laughs> the guy's, like, hiding you. around the corner. But you can't trust the messages. That's the other thing, too. Oh, just, that's like, the other The number thing. of troll messages. The amount of, like, hidden walls. Oh, that- God. <laughs> you put that, you put one of those messages down, and I'm sitting there with Carolyn playing this game. I got to hit every fucking wall in that dungeon <laughs> or else she's not letting me leave because she assumes <laughs> that they are telling the truth. Yeah. Goddamn trolls. I went through an entire catacombs where there's the only way to finish the catacombs is finding secret doors. Oh, my yes. God. Yeah, that one was frustrating. <sighs> On that same note, if you leave messages directly at the bottom of a ladder, you're the worst kind of person. <laughs> the worst kind of person. Yeah. Can can we sh- can we show some love, though, to the people that always use the butthole? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Try finger, try, butthole. Try finger, butthole. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> Oh, that one makes me laugh. And that's there's there's so many like so much comedy options too for some of these messages, especially when they add like a gesture to it too. So they've got like the point there's like is these holes. There's like holes in the wall or something, and this guy basically like walks up to it and looks like he's the old glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> My best is the one where you're like, can I get off this ledge? Like, is there a way down here? And someone just says, try jumping. And it's just like them pointing. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just a bunch of blood spots. You're like, yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah. You son of a bitch. You got me. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I think that's great. I mean, same with like the multiplayer, right? Like being able to bring you guys into a game. Oh my like, God. That was so funny. Just gang up on somebody uh, <laughs> just like a bar beat down <laughs> four yeah. guys that's something that i've never done in any of the old souls games before but like getting it was all a lot more difficult. On, true yeah no that's true it could right. be the only way i get through this game so i appreciate that facet yeah yeah it's also I, super hilarious when we hopped on with trevor that one time and we were just like trying to figure it all out and there's trevor with these two fucking samurai running beside him like his bodyguards <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah playing this even in party chat and like having all of us play our own respective game but still talking to each other and going through it is some of the most fun that i've had in gaming in the last little bit like it's just so fun that we're all exploring and finding new weapons. And then little do we know Daryl's off fighting a boss or something. Start screaming. Yeah. Cussing and swearing. And, uh, oh man, that doesn't sound like me at all. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't believe that like 
well, considering like Jordan and Trevor have played so much more than Kyle and I, but there would be like, there was that time where I was walking through uh, the mountain, like on the way uh, out east from the first area. And I ran into that pot that was stuck into the ground, that like pot, like human Kool-Aid looking guy. And I was trying to explain to Trevor, like, here's like, there's this guy, he's just stuck in the ground asking me for help and I have to hit him to get him out. And he's like, where, where? And I'm like trying to show him on the map and he's like, it's not even there on his game. I'm like, well, how the hell is it not here on his? Like, because yeah, I yeah, because I had progressed to a certain point and he moved or something. And it's yeah. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. so random like that. And I was just like, I think the facets like that to this game, I don't know how they program that, but I think it's remarkable. And uh, even some of the some of the quest giver stuff too is like a pissed off girlfriend who won't tell you why they're upset. <laughs> some of it you have to discover. I do wish there was like a quest book. Not to tell you where to go, but just to keep track of who you've talked to and like yeah. what they last said. Because someone will be like, yeah. hey, I'm going, you're going to come meet me over here. But if you didn't play for five days. If I you don't know that. how to finish this quest, I'm yeah. not going to tell you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm mad. You should, I'm ar- you you should already know why I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe they programmed my ex-girlfriend into the game. I can't believe it. <laughs> It also doesn't help. I don't know if you guys noticed someone. I think someone on Instagram broke this down today that um, part of the part of the writing style of this game. (laughs) Just got to pause here for a second. Daryl broke Kyle. (laughs) Kyle is broken. Oh, God. Uh, we don't get like self-deprecating Daryl humor very often, but oh it's my gold, god, man. oh it's cool. Sorry, Trevor. As that's you were saying, that's okay. Um, but as you guys will soon find out, um, I don't know if this was like meant to be a joke or it was just George R. R. Martin being so full of himself. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram today. Someone went through and actually found the names of literally like all the major NPC characters in the game. All yeah. of them start with G, R, or M. Yeah, all of his initials. Yes. Yeah. Like, but literally every single, every single main character starts with G, R, or M. So it starts to get really fucking confusing mm-hmm. when you're talking like Reina, Renali, Rena. Like you're just like, you're getting all these names that start like mixing together and you're just like, okay, I don't it's, know who it, I talked to. Last did I fight this one? Narcissistic it, genius. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, it's like that Mormon family from Utah with twelve kids, and they all start with the same letter in their first name. Laser, had no variety. Laser, laser, laser. Oh my god! Oh man! Uh, oh my god! That is a cool little Easter egg. I don't really mind that. I think yeah, it's it just like makes it kind confusing. of funny. Yeah, it's it is it is good. It just makes it so confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're two similar names, I don't like that. But yeah, well, she just calls one guy Greg. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the most generic, generic I think that's, guy name. I think of that character. I think that was Patches that you killed. I think that's the <laughs> character you're talking about. Right now. Greg, Patches. that's Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's Greg. So. Looking, looking at this game as a whole, I know like Daryl and I haven't necessarily experienced and found like tons of weapons yet. Trevor and Jordan, now that you are a little bit deeper into the game, do you have a favorite weapon? Ooh. 
I've got a, I've got a couple. Do tell. Jordan, go, go for it, Jordan. Okay. Uh, yeah, right, right now mine is the uh, twin blade. Um, really, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah mine mine is the twin blade i've upgraded it to it's a plus 10 weapon right now for me Oof. um i've uh, i've come across a lot of a lot of swords and a lot of frankly i've i've picked up a lot of stuff i can't use uh, which is a little frustrating but like i understand i understand why Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's partly why I've upgraded my twin blade so much because it is the best weapon that I have right now. Um, I've uh, I've imbu- I've uh, I've put on uh, the uh, hoar frost uh, stomp as my oh, yeah, ability ex- for it too. So I found that I put it on my twin blade, which has been awesome. Nice. Um, I've been using the uh, stick and your horse stomp. You're just going around <laughs> Elden ring running yeah. the streets. <laughs> I, I even found, I even found the burger King, uh, the burger King mask. So I could walk oh around God. as the burger King pimp. So creepy. Where's my runes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's you that. You don't want to catch these rangs. Do you? <laughs> okay. This bitch that, better be wearing Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> That entire dungeon is the worst, by the way. The one that has all of those Burger King people in it. Like you mean you mean the magic is annoying in Elden Ring? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. The tracking yeah. homing missiles that you cannot block. Yeah, yeah. You block it's them and a you still take damage. Yeah. <laughs> just go into that, just get flame broiled up in there. I was, <laughs> was going to say, you, you're fighting those dragons, you're going to end up flame broiled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what I, It's actually funny. I've actually been using the same thing. Um, it's funny to see, actually, on all the speed runs, I guess, like, the ultimate cheese the game weapon is the, the ice axe. Um, oh, okay. oh, that because, you've been using? Because of the stomp ability. I enjoy it, like, when you're dealing with right. big groups, because any Dark Souls game dealing with multiple people kind of sucks. Um, oh my god speaking of sorry i'm gonna tangent real quick here i got like stuck in this one place with all these fucking bats that just like gangbang you out of nowhere flying enemies are the wait till you find oh them. have you met a god. have you met a bird yet yes the birds with the Katana swords legs. on their feet <laughs> who fucking thinks of this flying enemies in this game suck my ass oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they so are the fucking worst yeah. I want to. I'm going to invest in a bow just so I can shoot them down. Oh, it's so even even with the bow. As soon as you hit them once and they start moving, good luck trying to hit them again. <laughs> Get the hand cannon. Yeah, they like fucking ma- matrix their way around all the shit that you throw at them. So after that horrible transition from uh, us talking about Elden Ring, um, I do. I do think it's time that we we break out some segments. I know that for myself, I haven't gotten a lot of time to jump onto different things, but I do know someone that has a trove. I feel personally luckily targeted. He, luckily, he doesn't look like a loot goblin. <laughs> Depends uh, on the it, day. Yeah. But if it's, a day, if it's a day off, I could definitely pull off being a, a bridge troll. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. 
but we're we're gonna take a look at the trolls treasure trove today. The trolls. With... <laughs> Sorry, you worked today. You're not a troll. We're gonna not take today. a we're gonna take a quick tangent to Jordan's treasure trove. Treasure trove. All right, first treasure trove of season three. Um, all I. I mean, the whole reason we took a break uh, uh, from season two to three was so that I could play all the games. Um, <laughs> basically, what we were doing. Uh, my my choice uh, this time around is a relatively newer game called Death's Door. Um, I've I've talked to the the group a little bit about this game. Trying um, to get us to buy it. I still think it's worth buying. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, Death's Door is kind of an isometric game um, where you play a raven that works for an organization that basically takes souls after they've passed and you move them into the afterlife. Um, And uh, in this little uh, black and white office that they throw you in at the start of the game, once you've been assigned a soul to have to liberate, you cannot leave the world or rest until you have uh, liberated that soul. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where the story goes. And it obviously shit goes off the rails and nothing goes according to plan and, you know, chaos ensues. Um, but uh, this game is reminds me very much of like the old school Zelda games, like a link to the past on super Nintendo. Um, you know, you go to these major regions that all vastly change in enemy type. Uh, there's different puzzles. There's a big boss at the end. Um, the, uh, the boss fights are very reminiscent. Funny enough, we've talked about Elden ring today. Um, they are very dark soulsy. Um, the bosses are, all a thousand times larger than you um and uh they hit like mac trucks um so i like i died a ton in uh, in death store for sure um and then every enemy that you kill you collect souls and you can use those souls to buy other things um but uh but yeah death death's door i think it came out in 2021 uh, you can find that game on sale for like eighteen to twenty bucks. Um, it's it's only going to take you probably twelve to fifteen hours to finish. If you want to hundred percent the game, maybe twenty. Um, but anybody looking for a more old school Zelda like game with the top down view um, that surprisingly has some pretty good humor, um, I, I highly recommend uh, checking that game out. So. Coming back to Elden Ring, um, you know, as as you do in the game, you know, you get pummeled, you go back, you try the exact same strategy again with no changes, and somehow this time it'll work, right? Every, every time. Every time. It's a game of insanity. We're just going to bash our head against the wall and hope we draw blood from the wall. As Kyle constantly in the group chat says, like, why would anybody go and just farm runes until you could be level enough to, like, have an easy time fighting it? And meanwhile, I started playing. I was like, how can I farm runes the fastest? <laughs> <laughs> so I can just crush. I can get through these areas 
and not break my controller. <laughs> okay, I just personally, as as someone who has played the Dark Souls game since the first one, I feel like that sort of shit is completely against the spirit. When you see these videos on TikTok, they're like, like farm two million ruins in under ten minutes. It's like, why? Well, I gotta it, watch that. Guys, got, got a health <laughs> bar that goes across the whole screen. Yeah, it fills up the entire top. Like it, the the Kyle's whole game of the point. for punishment. That's all. Oh my god! <laughs> the whole point of the game is to is to triumph through struggle. Is not to cheese it and like demolish dudes in one hit. It's if you follow it, like I mean, I'm not telling people how to play the game. I want to feel like a god. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I will say is at least it's not outright cheating. You know, it's not Mm, like mm -hmm. it's not like Grand Theft Auto. Plug in this code and automatically get. Yeah. Two million. No cops. <laughs> okay. On that same note, there are no microtransactions. And how fucking amazing uh, is this game? Yes. Like, it's so refreshing to have a game that is just here's everything, here's it all laid out for you. Go find it. Good luck. Ten out of it. ten. <laughs> no microtransactions. That's, ten out of ten. Get rid game. of that shit. Can we move yeah. on from that shit? Like, good God. It's too much of a cash cow now is the, now is the problem. Or you yeah. just make a good game and then it'll actually sell. You would think. Uh, well, and that's, that's why good. like Elden Ring has sold so many. Oh, that's the other thing. They actually gave their developers, all of them, raises. Yeah, yeah. They oh, yeah. It After because of the initial sales. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish more companies treated their staff like that. I've also been very lucky. Bobby Kodak suck a massive dick. <laughs> it's all it's all I'll say. It's uh, it, it's really nice that they actually appreciated all the work that these developers and people put into this game to make it what it is, and put their like literally put their money where their mouth was. Yeah, right. Especially, especially in our day and age of like worker exploitation and grinding people down so CEOs can get a couple extra million on their bonus while people starve. And thus concludes the political portion of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was gonna say sorry. Anti-work is leaking. Um, The only I just want to know. Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Go, go. No, I was just gonna say the the one thing I was really impressed with at launch is the only issue that seemed to plague most players was uh, was the co-op connection at launch. But yeah, like that's the, fixed. Yeah, but like the game itself, you know, from a performance side of things, like I haven't ran into any major bugs or glitches or, uh, you know, like glitched quests where I couldn't progress any further. Um, you know, my experience has been very clean and smooth right from the get-go which is again that's another breath of fresh air which is odd i mean to to think a game can ship not broken is kind of wild yeah I just like keep getting this glitch. Wild. I just keep getting this glitch where I just get hit all the time and fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the same one. Oh, so weird. Bullshit. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I do need to trade the game in. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> Fuck this game. 
Yeah. I just, I mean, I just want to know who designed all these enemies. Like whoever was in the creative department. And can we yeah. get you some therapy? Yeah. Can we get you some help? Can we get you some more drugs? Um, I don't know what you were on. Seriously. God, Godric I love, I love this is still like, one of the uh, coolest bosses. Oh, I'm not Adam yet. I, oh. I've seen, I, I kind of know, I kind of know, but I want to fight it myself. It's some of the boss transitions. Like there's, there's stuff close. later yeah. on that you guys will run into that, you know, some of the, the phase one, phase two boss transitions are just unreal. Like they're super cool. They're fucking gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or just like really interesting. But yeah. yeah, they really did a good job of being like making everyone fairly unique and then just making the boss fights kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Fun in a punishment in a punishing BDSM yeah. sort of way. Correct. It's been a really Hurt long year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the vampire mommy when you need her? Oh god. <laughs> The, the one thing that I will say, and I will be forever the uh, the supporter of this, now after Elden Ring, can we get an open world Bloodborne, please? Oh. They did say it sounded like because of how positive this has been that this is going to influence a lot of their games in the future. Um, I think people getting less of a linear experience that like that was always kind of my struggle with Dark Souls. Oh, same. It was just yeah. like, I was like, okay, if, you know, you've got to get, be so good to get so far in the dungeon so that you can then get the little shortcut back to get, you know, so you don't have to do it every single time. Um, that sort of method, like it just, I found like three quarters of the way through those games, it just got really old. Yeah, you get burnt like, out. You, you have to go here. You have to beat this person for the next part of the story to happen. Yeah, um, versus this where it's like, if I'm struggling here, I can yeah. go somewhere else and explore and check things out. Oh yeah, this first playthrough I did it totally fucking backwards. I probably did it wrong. Like if I wanted to do other quests and stuff, like I know there's certain quests I missed specifically because I accidentally like moved NPCs to other places. And so it's just just like that's part of my experience now where I know you guys will have something different, which is what makes it cool and unique. But yeah, whereas yeah, yeah, other Dark Souls, it just it would just get really old really quickly if you're like, well, I'm struggling with this part. And aside from yeah, farming ruins and just demolishing everybody like it just kind of loses its interest yeah i don't think you can go back to the old style of game after this you know saying you know it's funny to talk about jumping in 2022 but like (laughs) revolutionary you can't can't not have a jump button in a dark souls game ever again like that has to be a mainstay in this genre because it's been a game changer even from the the battle mechanics to be able to jump and attack like there's certain enemies where that's actually the best way to fight them is by well, there's, jumping there's at them. bosses where you have to there's bosses where you have to jump over certain attack mechanics oh yeah. god like that's oh, a god. thing you actually have to do like it's almost, <laughs> like, an, almost like an old school like a kind of rpg style game where you're like okay you got to jump over this thing Right, but it's just like that's something they've never, which is so weird that they've never included before in a Dark Souls game. Yeah, never had a dedicated jump button, which is funny to think about. And hey, I, I figured out how to jump into that one tower without even using the super jump. Hey, that was a that was a pretty solid clip there. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. 
we uh I think I think we'll probably be posting more Elden Ring clips eventually here mostly because they're usually funny and stupid um, just like us just like us <laughs> I think Elden Ring is like the epitome of good enough you're like I I'm not going to be a god at this game but I'll get through it yeah that's what I feel like do what you sure. got to do to get the win yeah. If you I know, if if I beat the game, I'm happy. Like I don't yeah. need anything more than that. The the replayability on this thing though is wild. You can yeah. go through at least a few playthroughs and then throw different classes into it, different play styles. Maybe you want a theme build. Um I already saw one that's got like like dual wielding like bleed daggers that looks so I'm I'm never gonna get to that point. But it's <laughs> Dagger, Let's dagger, be dagger. honest here. <laughs> the I game's like the been Ninja out Turtle like builds. Those yeah, are my yeah. favorite. That's the There's other like thing finger too. flick builds. Oh god. But that's the other thing is if you do next game plus and like you have respects, right? So if you level up enough and you say, "Hey, I'm really not enjoying this," like just respect mm-hmm. to whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Right? Like you don't the nice thing too, you don't have to worry about overall carrying capacity. So like I have one oh my of God, every I love that. one of every weapon that I've come across right now. So if I ever want to switch, I have it. Yeah. And then you just have to get materials to level that thing up. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so overall, if everybody had to give an out of ten score so far, I'm I'm curious. Let's uh, Kyle, let's start with you. What would you give it? Like nine and a half to ten out of ten, man. Like I, I can't, I can't stop thinking and watching Elden Ring videos and thinking about it and wanting to play more, but not having the chance to play more. Um, I'm I'm gonna call nine and a half out of ten to ten out of ten. Okay, Trevor. Oh, I'd go full ten. This is the most hours. Trevor just went from six to midnight. The most hours (laughs) I've ever put into a Dark Souls game, and like same thing. It's my. It's my daily go-to. And it's you know, easy, right? Like, it's yeah. easy to put hours into it. Yeah, if I don't feel like oh, yeah. really having a tough time, I'll go do some dungeons. And, like, even then, sometimes they're difficult. But I don't have to spend, you know, hours trying to progress in a story dungeon or something. Just go explore and fast travel. Oh, my God. Another thing. For oh, my God. Yeah. Legendary. That makes just, it significantly more manageable to play this game fast travel. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, I missed this thing over here. Even if I'm stupid overleveled, I'm just going to go do it to say I did it. Yeah, right? like that's yeah, easily ten out of ten. Daryl, uh, I think I'm a nine. It's not my. It's it hasn't gripped me like it has the rest of you, and maybe I haven't gotten to that point yet. Maybe I'm just not there yet because I haven't, I haven't actually fought any of the major bosses yet. So maybe I'm just not as enthralled into the story. I feel like it for me. The story is what's lacking. Like I just feel kind of lost. Like it, there's just so many things. But you got to read, but, man. That JRPG life. Oh, buddy, yeah, that is my life. So I'm, all, I'm aware of what that takes. Yeah. Have you have you fought uh, Market yet? No, I'm just I'm was just preparing for that. So yeah. I, uh, you're I, level 32. Well, I was I was trying to get enough runes to buy the item to help me fight her. Oh, you don't need it. Oh, him. You're Either fine. way, whatever. Yeah, it really. I I would say the game once you get past kind of the him. first second boss is when it really kind of starts to like stretch its legs and you can kind of move around quicker and be a bit more confident. You'll and then you fine. get to certain Go points where you just get kicked in the balls again. But yeah, oh, I like the, I love the enemies. I love the battle mechanics. Um, 
yeah, it's there's only there's my gripes are very minimal, but I I think it's like a nine nine and a half probably somewhere in there. Jordan, I guess Jordan's last. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably in the nine to nine and a half out of ten as well. Um, I've I've got some gripes with with the game, but they're all pretty minor. Um, I I think it's mostly just nitpicking. Um, I I agree. I I think when I saw that George R. R. Martin was involved in the project, I was kind of expecting there to be a little bit more of like a force fed narrative. Um, but it is still very much so a dark souls game in the sense that the story is what you put into it. You know, if you read a lot of the descriptions for items and talk to every NPC available and you're really good at remembering everything, like there is a super deep story there and a lot of lore. Um, but I find trying to keep track of all the characters that I've talked to and all the quests that I have on the go, it starts to get a little bit overwhelming for me in that, in that sense. I do got to say, it does feel good to nitpick and not just be like, can you just fix the whole thing? Like, (laughs) yeah. Can you just fix the game? Not, Oh, Uh, I just wish this mechanic was slightly changed. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Such a difference. Yeah. And this is what, like, this is what a polished release looks like. You know, Definitely. like, yes, they had like small hiccups and issues, but overall, like it's, it's a great release. It's yeah. a great game. I definitely, I definitely feel like I'm going to try and get through a good chunk of the content here with uh, continuing to be um, uh, like a dual wielding melee weapon specialist. But then I kind of feel like I might go back and, and, and actually play like a more magic based character and just see what that does and kind of compare the two before I kind of get towards like end game content and see what I like better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly had considered like remaking another character just to try something else, but I also feel like I've barely scratched the surface and should just keep grinding through what I have so far. Yeah. From what I've seen it with the samurai character, Kyle, um, just keep, Keep going. Yeah. Um, strength, strength and dex builds uh, are, are pretty solid. And then as you level those up, if you can start putting a few things into intelligence or uh, one of the magic uh, slots, um, it opens up a lot of different weapons and abilities for you. Man, I've been trying to add points to my intelligence for years and nothing. <laughs> I've lost points in that category. <laughs> I don't put any of that in D&D. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dump stat. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll save, I'll save my, my D&D announcement for, for another day. Right. Nah, fuck that. We've got Jordan <laughs> playing his first D&D game in a couple weeks. And I'm so excited. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been waiting for the invite for years. I'm excited. Just waiting for all, just waiting for the TPK from the kobolds with the fireball. (laughs) (laughs) I killed the whole party. (laughs) (laughs) And it was glorious. Oh, it was so good. It was for 
for my wife's one birthday too. One shots are so much fun. They're just I such know, a good you just If I around. survive to the end, I will be happy. You'll be lucky. I don't play nice on one shots. <laughs> Daryl doesn't That's care fine. about his teammates. Neither do I. That's fine. <laughs> if, I die, if I die in a funny way, at least I lived a good life, right? I had a hell of a role, though. That was like a... Oh that was, <laughs> Dar- oh, yeah. we, will, we went way side tangent. Daryl will treat you like an Elden Ring summoned character. You were there <laughs> to distract and die so that he yes. can live and win. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm ready. That's exactly ready. it. <laughs> so overall, I think I I really think we can agree that Elden Ring could be considered a complete gaming masterpiece. Um, it has expanded the Souls universe and style to the point where it's it's still punishingly hard, but also accessible to people who didn't necessarily get the the Dark Souls linear style. I. I really look forward to putting like a shitload more hours into this fucking game as it punishes me relentlessly. Um, I don't know if that says something about me or Daryl quick. Give me looks. I don't know <laughs> if it says something about me or just the, the state we're in right now. I just want to feel something. Um, <laughs> but once again, thank you for sticking in there sticking with us as we took our, our short break uh, to, you know, build content and our sanity back. Um, that that's a moving target usually, but once again, thank you for joining us. And I would say that first episode back is pretty good enough. Try finger, butthole. <laughs> thanks again for tuning into this week's episode make sure you follow us on instagram write us or comment or email about anything about from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future any and all feedback is generally appreciated we also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming nerdy and you know just plain geek stuff uh, please subscribe to Good Enough Gaming Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release episodes every Wednesday, so mark that in your calendar. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>